listening to the My Pet Podcast, the show for pet lovers of Australia and around the world. Proudly brought to you by Australia's trusted online pet supply store, Vet and Pet Direct. Hi everyone and welcome to the My Pet Podcast. This is episode six and today's topic on the agenda, we're going to talk about um, snakes and snake bites in our pets and if you're anything like me and you would um probably run screaming very loudly like a yeah, real little girl when you see a snake but unfortunately um here in australia there's a fair chance that we're going to come in contact with one at some point or our pet will we're encroaching on their environments more and more these days and we're seeing snakes pop up around the suburbs all the time so it's something as a pet owner we need to be aware of and keep in the back of our mind um that our Um, pets can come in contact and can get bitten and can suffer quite detrimental health effects and even leads to death with these very venomous snakes that we seem to have here in Australia. So um, I've got Dr. Glenn here with me today. Evening. Hello, everyone. Dr. Glenn is um, quite the expert, not only in the vet world for this because he's um, his own personal two little dallies like to play with snakes yes they are troublemakers they have both been bitten three times so far and have needed treatment for snake envenomation two browns each and a red belly black each so far yes so So, no one ever visits dr glenn's house because there's lots of snakes apparently (laughs) there's a fair few there and and unfortunately um some dogs dislike hunting snakes and they can certainly scent them and sniff them out so yeah if there's a if there's a snake of any sort in my yard it's in danger and um they have been fairly successful at not getting bitten most of the time because they've got a lot more snakes than unfortunately than they've been bitten by but um yes they've been bitten and it's a bad thing yes it's not mm. real good lucky no. you're a vet so, and so you know the signs i treat a fair few at my practice and i treat my own a fair bit as well unfortunately yeah. <laughs> yeah. so as i said there are there are snakes more around these days we're likely to either come in contact with one in our backyards walking our pets on the uh, in the park on the beach there just seem to be a lot more reports of them these days so uh, what are the main signs and symptoms it's a they can be a bit tricky can, can be tricky um can be pretty variable particularly the initial symptoms that, that dogs will show and and that is dependent on um, what species of snake they've been bitten by, um, how much venom they got, uh, how high was the dog's blood oh. pressure and heart rate when they um, when they got bitten, um, and a few other variable factors as well. I mean, body weight comes into it, you know, little Jack Russells versus larger dogs, yep. um, just the, the body weight to, to venom ratio sort of thing. Um, but it, it is... Yeah, there's no one symptom of my dog's been bitten by a snake because it's doing this. Um, yep. it, it can be very variable in um, in the symptoms that they show right through from um, relatively quick death, unfortunately, in five or ten minutes from, you know, browns and type ends if they get um, a big dose um, and mm-hmm. get bitten in the wrong spot, um, right through to, you know, two to three to four days later with, with multiple organ system troubles or wow. blood clotting disorders and, and they haven't shown you know, any or many sort of signs previous to that. Um, and the other signs can be you know, fairly non-specific of just lethargy and, and you know, being depressed and lethargic or have some swelling and sometimes not having some swelling and sometimes showing neurological wobbly sort of symptoms or weakness and paralysis and, and sometimes not. So... Yeah, lots of things can look like a snake bite and snake bites can look like lots of things, unfortunately. So yeah. it's pretty difficult. And I mean, we're not always um, – we might be with our pet and hey, we might seem to see a snake go past and we think yep. they've been bitten, dog might yelp, run away. Yep. But uh, there's a fair chance we're not actually going to be standing next to them when the snake goes past, hopefully. That's right. Not, not necessarily. So, I mean, <laughs> or I'll, find I'll, a dead snake on your doorstep. Yes, or, I've been alerted a couple of times at home yep. while 
probably 20 times at home why my dog's being, you know, just got various bits of blood on them and you yes. don't know if it's the dog's blood or the snake's Something blood else. or some other poor little creature that, yep. they've, that they've got mm. in the house yard. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously if you scout around the yard when you can see blood shed um, yep. on your dog and you find half a brown snake or half a red belly black, you know, there's a pretty fair chance that's what's going on. Yep. Um, but obviously sometimes, you, you know, you, there is no sign of anything in the yard and there's no sign of anything on the dog I, I very rarely find a a bite site. Even, okay. even dogs that you know I know have been bitten, and yep. and you run a blood test or a urine test, and they've been you know they've got venom in the system. You can't find a bite site. Okay. So um, yeah, lack of being able to see a bite site doesn't mean they haven't been bitten by, yep. a, by a long way. Yeah. So we need to keep an eye out for some of those um, signs, like well, if there is some sort of irritation or bleeding at the at a site on their leg, but it's unlikely we'll find that. So that's, that's right. Yeah. I mean, if you find a bleeding spot, you know you don't know what caused it. Yep. Um, but if you don't find a bleeding spot, yeah, again, doesn't mean they doesn't haven't mean been bitten. They haven't got it. Um, and the other symptoms are, you know, they can be pretty non-specific. I mean, just you know, lying around and not wanting to do much i mean half the illnesses that we see look like that yeah um you know wobbliness you know um and sometimes you know if the dog's just been in the heat of the fray mm-hmm. from from trying to kill a snake i mean they're puffing and panting have they you know are they overheating have they been yep. bitten by a snake or are they just excited because they've been chasing yep. a snake but haven't been bitten um and, and it's difficult yeah yep. difficult to know yeah um, so we can sometimes see we we'll, might see sort of the huffing and puffing the panting sort of situation we've got as it progresses, we see sort of the shaking and trembling neurological symptoms. Yeah, sometimes. again, it depends on the on the um, the species of snake yep. involved. Like brown snakes are, are notorious for causing this um, sudden uh, onset, like acute shock dash, um, sometimes like seizures and tremors. Okay. Like they'll have like an episode of, of you know involuntary muscle yep. contractions, and, and it can be fairly transient. Like I've yep. seen pets that'll you know they'll they'll sort of collapse and and have twitchy sort of seizure looking stuff for, for five or ten minutes, and then they'll recover from that and and. A appear to be back to normal so so if you miss that as an owner if you're not there yep. when that happens you have no idea that that's, that's right happened. Or, or some people have interpreted okay you know they saw them playing with a little brown snake and and they you know showed you know a short symptom and then yep. they recovered from it oh it must have been a whip snake like a, a, oh, yeah, a less okay. venomous yep. snake which we've got i mean australia's got 23 of the 25 most venomous yeah. snakes in the world and, 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 and then some <laughs> other ones that are less venomous as well so um you know just because you saw a you know a little snake doesn't yeah. mean it wasn't a, a nasty snake it's a fair chance uh, it was <laughs> fair chance it was um but yeah you can go through this transient um symptom that appears to improve but then that venom still in the system and and yep. with brown snakes like usually within one to four or five hours they'll then be start to become paralyzed okay um, and that's a lot harder to, to bring them back from there um and most likely they're also going down the path of of um blood clotting disorders and yep. and they'll um, start having spontaneous hemorrhaging and and then that um uh, contributes to kidney troubles as well as um, the red blood cells that are floating around in the bloodstream become damaged directly yep. by the venom and, and they'll start uh, breaking down the red blood cells within the within the bloodstream and that gets through to the kidneys and they'll start peeing uh, port wine or coca cola okay. looking urine basically um, so that's something so that's that we see one. that yep. we would so definitely r- red urine is a bad red thing urine, yep so um i've heard that uh, you look at the gums. You've got the pale gums. You've got the sometimes there's a little bleeding, a red line yep. sort of around the top of the tooth yep. that is so, a sign of yeah. So yep. if they're saying to get spontaneous hemorrhaging, a lot of times yep. you get this bleeding around the gum line, so and they can still have 
pink gums, but they'll but the, be bleeding gums. Yes, um, yes, but I've seen that. I've seen dogs that chew on a bone for half a day oh, and, and their gums are cut too. to pieces and, and their <laughs> gums are bleeding from that as well. So, you know, it's yeah, there's, just, there's no one thing that says, okay, this is what's going okay. on. And, I mean, if they're um, in shock, they will probably have pale gums. Yep. Um, but if they're not in shock, they may also have pink gums, but they still could be full of snake venom and, and going to become okay. paralysed in, in two hours' time. So yeah. pretty much if we ever – we're seeing our pet unwell, we – May or may not suspect a snake because we don't really know. But if we're seeing them, okay, so if there's really lethargic off-colour, if we see some sort of neurological thing going on, a seizure, even if it only lasts for a second and they seem fine, then we've got something going on with the gums or they're drooling, they're wobbly, they're... Blood in the urine. There's yeah. <laughs> there's a long list there's, of there's panting. A, there is a long list, but I suppose at the end of the day you could say, well, it's not what they normally do, and, 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 they're, and they're not normal. Okay. So it would never be a bad thing to get them, get to, them get checked. to get them checked out. Okay. Um, because you know, if if there's nothing wrong, that's a good outcome. And okay. if there is something wrong, the sooner you get to know that there's something yes. wrong, the better. Um, and look, if I see you know a dog that I'm at least um, suspicious in any way, shape, or form that yep. there could be you know snake venom involved, um, I'll have the discussion of okay, I think we should do a snake envenomation uh-huh. test on them. Um, and there's so a, that tells us what breed got them, or yeah, what, what, what species of snake is yep. involved, like broad groupings of of um, you know type ends and death adders and black mm-hmm. snakes and brown snakes, and I think it's coral sea snakes on there as well. Okay, if you yep. seaside, <laughs> um, but it will tell you if there's um, a venomous. Uh, occurrences happen basically and that's either through blood testing um, urine testing it does um, work or if you've got a a bite site um, swab you can do that and again you don't usually find a bite site so that usually doesn't happen Um, and blood is easier to procure most of the time than urine urine's a little bit more specific Um, but yeah either either way it works basically so it takes about 20 minutes to run that test um, within the vet clinic you don't have to send it off to the lab you can do it so every vet clinic can do it pretty much Um, you look a lot of vet clinics in in areas that see a fair few snakes would normally have that okay. um, in the fridge waiting to get ready to go um, and it's not an inexpensive test yep. um, but you know treating them's not inexpensive and, and your dog dying's a horrible thing yes. so um, look it, it's a way to know you know along with the clinical symptoms of the dog okay. as well um, just uh, what's going on because I see quite a few pets every year that you, you know you're not sure think they might have been bitten um, and they yep. won't be showing any specific symptoms um, they come up positive on the test and, okay. and, and you treat them appropriately because you're treating them earlier before they start you know showing all these which nasty, is always nasty better symptoms, which is the best way to do it because yep. yeah particularly browns if they become paralyzed it, it, it's a lot harder um, that the anti-venine um, which again most vets um, in snake endemic Country areas will stock yep. um, the, the sooner you get that anti-venine in obviously the, the better the chances are of um, halting the progress yep. of the disease um, and if you can get that anti-venine in before they become paralysed yep. um, that's certainly an advantage um, because once they become paralysed I mean you hear stories of dogs with you know, 10 and 15 and 20 thousand dollar vet bills from snake envenomation that's yeah. usually because they've been on a ventilator um, oh, wow. being yep. um, artificially um, breathed for for uh-huh. a couple of days or several days um, while that while that venom's getting out of the system um, yep. and if you get the nanivenine them early enough and they don't get to the paralyzed state their um their likelihood of success is a lot higher yep. um, and your vet bills can be a lot lower as yep. well yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so That's yeah that testing is an important thing but there's other um there's other sort of in-house blood tests that aren't yep. specific venom tests that that can give you know signs of muscle damage and blood breakdown product damage and, and other things that you can do to to uh, alert you to the possible okay. um snake bite 
So is it dangerous giving this antivenom if, say, they haven't been bitten? Do we, or do you always administer that to um, any look, suspect case? If you have got suspicion that they've been bitten and they come up positive on a snake test, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'd always recommend treating them yep. with antivenine. I mean, there's nothing that you can give a dog medication-wise that hasn't got potential side effects. Mm-hmm. Um, and antivenine um, is, you know, it's a potential antigen you're putting in the system, yep. so they can have an adverse, like, serum reaction mm-hmm. to it. Um, but usually, you know, they're on heart monitors and, and IV yep. fluids, so you can you can um, you know, reduce the likelihood of any major problems mm-hmm. with that and just deal with it if it happens, pretty much. And you're not doing it for fun. I mean, you're doing it to, to help prevent, the, you know, venom um, symptoms from going any further do you ever if they've if come back positive on a test um do you so do you always give it or do you sometimes oh they're not showing any signs or symptoms that's look again it again it depends on the symptoms that they're showing and um their their history like one of my dogs unfortunately um who's been bitten multiple times Mm -hmm. i do a blood test on her um and she comes up positive for brown snake regardless of if she just killed a black snake or not that Um, because she's had the treatment so many times yeah she's been um been uh treated with antivenine and has had venom in the system enough she's obviously got antibodies to it so so she gives me a false positive on the test so it doesn't Um, mean she's immune doesn't mean she's immune because she's not because last time she (laughs) got bit by brown it it nearly killed her um but yeah so she comes up with a false positive um and then no tests foolproof um but that one's pretty obvious she comes up a strong positive within two minutes which is highly highly unlikely yeah Yeah. um so would i always treat a dog that had a positive test um if you had a suspicion at all that they had Mm -hmm. come in contact with a snake yeah i'd still recommend treating them even though they're not showing any symptoms because because that's the time for it to um for it to work if they've yeah had multiple snake bites before and and that would make the test more likely to have a false positive, you'd have to take that into account. Yep. Um, but you can normally um, monitor them for other um, other parameters as yep. well. Um, that okay, the first sign of anything of those, yep. you know, first symptom, okay, you can start treating them then. Okay. And obviously, you know, finances come into it for some people yeah, as well because it's not a cheap treatment. It's not um, inexpensive mm. depending on which um, what snakes involved because yep. there's different antivenines for different yep. snakes. You can get um, there's veterinary available commercial um, brown snake antivenine now, mm. which is the the cheapest um, okay. antivenine, um, and then there's the multivalent which covers for browns um tigers and um black snakes oh, like red belly black smoker snakes um and that's certainly a lot more expensive yep. for them for the actual antivenine um okay. but it's also you know the hospitalization and the iv fluids and the multiple so blood tests and urine testing and yep. monitoring and yeah so it, you know it's only part of it um, so we give them the you give them the antivenine and then they uh, stay in hospital for a few days on your fluids and supportive therapies? Yeah, usually, again, depending on what symptoms they're showing, but, you yep. know, if they look, you know, normal, yep. you, you keep running those fluids for usually 48 hours okay. and, and monitor their urine output and, and retest their blood parameters and, and make sure they've got no um, other adverse effects okay. happening. And if they're, you know, eating, drinking and up and about and, and peeing normally and, and they've got no sign of, of um, you know, kidney failure or, or kidney troubles, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they go home for some from a week of... R and R and, yep. and and relaxation and so confinement etc. Yep. Yeah. Um, are they if they get bitten again? Like obviously you know from your dogs they're bitten a second time or a third time. Are the symptoms um, and the actual illness coming from it is it going to be worse the second time around no look in my opinion it's no worse okay. i mean it, occasionally they can get you know kidney got permanent kidney damage okay, or something yep. like that um and if they haven't got port permanent organ damage no it doesn't affect them like neurologically any worse uh, unless they get bitten like two weeks later or something because yep. there is um like i sort of say that 
snake venom and it can have effects in the system even when you do treat them for like six to eight mm-hmm. weeks afterwards and that's pretty much the same as tick paralysis troubles like the, mm-hmm. the nerves are still affected for you know a month or two afterwards but yeah six months down the track um unless there was permanent organ damage at yep. the time of the of the um of the bite um there should be no long-term effects it does slightly complicate the further um, treatment of the dog um, because if they've had any venine before or they've had blood products that they needed as part of the of the treatment to to treat the blood clotting disorders and that sort of thing um, they do become more likely to get um, yeah allergic or or um, serum sickness reactions to the actual to the actual treatment one of mine the third time she got treated she had um, serum sickness about three or four days later she started running temperature and and like her um, immune system was um, being over activated by um, the um, the antivenine in the system sort of thing so she had to have a few other treatments to counteract that so Um, are there any long-term effects like are we um like i guess your guys are a bit of an exception to the rule considering they keep getting bitten but say fluffy gets bitten this week we got a you know couple of weeks of rest um six weeks time he should be over it completely and then we're fine again unless you've got organ system damage which can which can be permanent um yeah there's no long-term effects as such from it um so you know they they should make a complete recovery assuming they make a recovery at all yeah um and and i've i really i've seen very limited like long-term organ damage results it can short in the short term knock things around but yeah normal kidneys if they're normal in the first place have got you know they're very resilient to um to um, adverse effects yep. basically you know they can come back pretty strongly um, and same with liver function that sort of thing like yep. if, if you're normal to start with yep. you know short term yep can knock them around yep. but but you know those organs can regenerate themselves pretty well as long yep. as they're um, not diseased in the first place so if they've got an underlying health issue we're going to be like it's a little bit harder to deal with yeah it complicates basically. things I yep. mean, if you know if they already had some kidney problems yep. then you further exasperate that yeah, yeah it's more complicated yep. um, but yeah in general there's no long-term effects okay. um, in, in my opinion and you know um, people worry about what's going to happen at the bite site and that sort of thing mm. like most of the snakes that we see in australia the venomous snakes don't really cause much of a bite site reaction yep. tigers can i mean the most um, obvious snake bite um bites that i see are whip snakes okay. um and they're not particularly venomous for for mm. most um pets other than you know small dogs and little cats going yep. to sho- a little bit shocky sometimes um but you know whip snakes can, you can get quite a nasty bite site reaction you know yep. a day or two later you've got a big puffy swollen leg and it's sore mm-hmm. and it's painful um and, and that's a, a localized reaction to yep. the to the to the um to the venom um but they don't have that bigger systemic yep. effect most of the time so know. on that though we should maybe mention um your non-venomous snakes so because we still obviously get a lot of tree snakes big pythons and yep. stuff and they obviously can bite our pets too so yep. does, um, yes it might the venoms not might not kill them but I guess the, the bites can get infected or oh, things well, we potentially they could snakes have got some pretty weird and wonderful bacteria yeah. on their fangs but I mean the, most of the non-venomous snakes haven't got you know, that bigger um so they can't the get it into the skin. Yeah, and well. I mean, realistically, I mean, it's, it's mostly, you know, bigger pythons, smaller dogs, you know, yeah. actually, you know, strangling they them and, squash and, and them. that yep. sort of things um, is, is probably the main problem. And, and um, some of the tree snakes can be pretty aggressive little yep. buggers sometimes, but I mean, most snakes are aggressive if your dog's got them bailed up in a corner and, mm. and he's trying to kill them. Um, but yeah, I've never seen any any adverse effects okay, um, from from tree snake bites that I can think of. Yep. Um, I've seen some nasty goanna bites. Oh. <laughs> they can get pretty nasty. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the non-venomous snakes usually um, are, are you know, not a problem other than yeah, smaller dogs and, yeah. and big snakes. Yes. Yeah. Know that yeah. Yes. So, um, so what can we do? I mean, we can't just go out 
and start, you know, like the episode of The Simpsons and you start shooting guns and no. all the snakes go. <laughs> no, <and laughs> Clearly because it's not working at your place. <laughs> yeah. and, and look, there's, and there's always going to be snakes around. You can, you can um, try and make your local habitat less favourable for snakes mm-hmm. to live in um, and that's what I try and do at home. Um, but certainly you can do things like, okay, you know, keep the lawn well mowing and, mm-hmm. and you know, minimise the, you know, pack of um, uh, timber leaning yeah. up against the garage or, you know, the, the five sheets Getting of iron that's around, around the back. Yeah, just in places for um, either snakes or what the snake eats. Oh, yeah, you know, ro- ro- Rodents and mice and, and that sort of thing. So, you know, a lot of the time, um, and I'm, I think it's the way at, at my place. I mean, I've got horses and cattle and sheep and, and the feed for it's those. Yeah, yeah. The, the feed for those animals at home, um, which brings rats and mice in sort of yep. thing. Um, so I try and keep my rodent bait stations charged mm-hmm. to, to minimise the, you know, the rodent effect around the place. Um, yep. and try and keep things cleaned up as much as possible. But, you know, I've got... Um, gardens with thick ground cover where yeah. the dogs love hunting for snakes in mm-hmm. um so you know you're just trying to minimize that that habitat and minimize um the food sources like if you've got you know um uh, avery's and that sort of thing oh, yep. i mean you know seeds sitting around the ground and you know that's going to attract the roads mm, and that sort of thing and, and, and stuff yep, yep and chooks and you know anywhere you've got you know grains yeah. and that sort of thing um you know in the yard just try and be mindful of of you know minimizing how much that sits around to, to feed yep. little furry animals and that's what yep. snakes like to eat yeah. So uh, do we need to keep – like I heard had a comment the other day, someone saying we need to keep the pets locked inside at night because that's when the snakes are on the move. Is that the case? Because – um, yeah, I'm not sure about that yeah, one. No, I've look, thought. I mean, I, the most of the, the bites that I see are during, during the day. The day yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, early in the season, what's a snake season? I mean, I see snake bites, you know, we sort of have a, get a peak in that August, September sort of time okay. frame. Um, Is they on the move for breeding or something? Yeah, it's coming into breeding season, but they're probably in, you know, in the cooler months. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, we're in Brisbane, it's, there's no such thing as you no, know, that's right. cold weather. Um, but you certainly see more snakes in that sort of spring yep. period. Um, and probably the more bigger problem is, you know, the venomous bites of venomous snakes um, they've got a high concentration um, when they haven't been eating much for a while so, okay. so if it's been cool weather and, and they've been you know not very mobile and, and not very fast yep. basically they haven't been eating much because their metabolism is quite slow yep. um, they'll be charged up with venom you know, oh. early in the season so and um, worse yeah, off there yeah and and they'll deliver you know, a more um, potent bite potentially yep. um, and you know it depends on what the dog does you know yep. if you're a lot less likely to have a, a highly charged venomous bite if you're just walking your dog along and the dog didn't see the snake and then and the snake you know lashes out because there's something next yep. to it um most snakes will try and deliver a, you know it's a warning bite to start with so a dry um, bite type thing is yeah dry bite or, or yep. just not as much yep. venom sort of thing but i mean if your dog's got the snake in its mouth and shaking mm. it and, and the snake's battling for mm. its life it's going to deliver it's as much bite. venom as it can yep. yeah um so yeah, so that's that's sort of the main um, the main thing is yeah I can't remember knowing of this dog that got bitten by a snake at night, um, but I mean snakes are certainly out. But you know if you want to, um, I mean my dog spent a lot of time inside during the day certainly <laughs> yep. um, in summer and um, supervise you know at least keep an eye on them when they go outside. Yeah, that's um, I guess that's all you can do you if could, you know they're around. Yeah, because I mean mine love hunting them. You know you, you can yes, you can tell when they're snuffing around um, in the garden. And you think okay <laughs> they're, they're hunting snakes right? Now, let's go back inside. Yeah, yep, <laughs> yeah, good idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not exactly the best thing to be doing. No, it's a fairly dangerous occupation. Yes. Are there any dogs that are more, uh, like obviously your dogs that like your Dalmatians, they yeah, like to hunt? Dalmatians um, aren't particularly prone to it, no. except for mine, unfortunately. I mean, Jack Russell's and the little, uh, okay. little terriers, you know, the fearless hunters there, you know, I see, unfortunately, you know, probably a disproportionate amount of those yep. little guys that get bitten, and that's not a body weight thing, it's just that I like 
killing everything that yep. moves thing. Um, chasey sort of thing. Yeah, yep. chasey sort of thing. And, and I mean, I see plenty of you know, border collies and catalogues and that sort of thing, but I mean, there's lots of border collies and catalogues around in the yep. general population. I think Jack Russells and, and those little fearless hunter dogs are, are probably most prone. Yep. Um, and that goes for, for cane toad toxicity as oh, well yes. for them. Um, but apart from that, it's not really. Nature, I think, yep. um, you know, long hair probably is semi protective for, for okay. most dogs. Um, you know, it, the, the snakes do it to bite them. Um, and there's places that a long-haired dog can still get bitten, but mm. but I um, I suspect that there's probably less envenomations in long-haired dogs yep. than short-haired dogs just yep. because it would be harder to get a, a bite to the skin level sort of thing. Yeah. Yep. Well, that makes sense. It's like a little protective coat on them, I guess. A little protective coat, yeah. So, <laughs> it's always good. <laughs> so, um, so I think that's sort of covered most things on our snake bites. I think uh, we just need to, I guess, really keep in mind if you um, – one thing, if you think your dog's been bitten by a snake, uh, get them to a vet. Really, yeah. any of those weird, um, unusual behaviours for your dog, if they're really lazy, lethargic, any sort of staggering, wobbly, funny-coloured urine, teeth are bleeding, funny-coloured gums, pretty much anything that's an unusual thing yeah. for your animal, get them to a vet. That's right. And, and you know, all those things aren't necessarily a snake bite. No. But, but none of those things are normal, so I would still recommend Don't getting, sit on it. getting them checked out. Yeah. Don't come home from work at 5 o'clock and go, oh... Rollo's looking a bit strange, but no, get them, get onto the phone to the we'll, vet and get we'll them see there. in the morning may not work. Yes, yeah. not a good idea. Yeah. Uh, also, something I just want to mention is keep in mind, um, if you're with your pet and you think they've been bitten by a snake or you see them get bitten by a snake, don't go um, trying to hunt that snake yourself. Taking the snake into the vet dead to, the, um, <laughs> to your vet doesn't always... <laughs> No, if, if it's already dead, I've got no troubles with it. Don't bring in the live snakes. No. I've had that a few times and, and that's not a very We'd good rather idea. Not. Um, I, I do like people bringing dead snakes um, because dead I can then identify them yep. um, and you know, okay, what snake you're dealing with because you know, if it is a whip snake or a mm-hmm. keelback or a, a non-venomous snake, um, well, okay, there's you know, less to be concerned yes. about sort of thing. Um, but yeah, don't, but that's don't, if you don't find potentially. It dead. That's right. If it's in a couple of pieces in the backyard mm. and it's dead and, and I mean, snakes can um, be very badly damaged and still be potentially able to give you a bite yes. um, you know, a fair time after they've been significantly damaged, even if that's torn in half, etc. So be mindful of that. But yeah, I mean, if it's a dead snake, um, Very dead vets snake. will usually be happy to identify yep. it. And then, okay, if it's a non-venomous snake, well, you know, and the dog's not showing any symptoms, well, you know, there's, there's probably not a great deal yep. to worry about. Yeah. But we don't want you going out there and, oh, my dog's been bit by a snake, I'll go and try no, and kill that, no. chase that we, snake, we, hunt we, that down. We can do tests to find out yep. um, if it's, it's been bitten necessary. or not. So it's not necessary to go out there and try and kill it. Yes. No. And, and that's also um, all venomous and non-venomous snake species in Australia are protected anyway. Um, so, so yes, we so, shouldn't be so doing, so shouldn't that be doing that at all. In the first place. Yep. Yeah. Just let them be and worry yep. about your dog. Correct. The vet will take care of the rest. Yep. Well, I think that's all we've got. Just... Um, Hopefully everyone stay away from the snakes. Yes, hopefully no one has to um, deal with that. But yeah, if, if in doubt, not. get them checked out. Yep. Yeah. Just always remember, like with most things, early treatment is always the best. Yep, absolutely. And that's all we've got for that. Good. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thanks for that. Bye. See you.